Vegas News Talk, AM 1130 and 103.5 FM. As you might notice, I am not Walter Hudson. I am Brad Omland, joined tonight by my co-host, Max Reimer, filling in for our occasional spots here in the fall. We are having a party tonight. Joined tonight in studio by Charlie Gers, Eric Lumpkins, and Marissa Huberty. Now, if you don't recognize those names, that's okay, but they are students at the U of M, and they are having a little event this weekend on the drug war, and we welcome them to the program. How's it going tonight, folks? Hey, Brad. Hey, Max. Thank you both for having us tonight. We are very excited and very honored to be here. And this is Charlie. Correct. Eric, how are you doing tonight? Doing good. Thanks for having us. And Max, you haven't talked yet. How are you doing? I'm just glad we didn't get kicked off for hockey or something. No, no, not tonight. We're usually uh, pretty open on Tuesdays. It's it's the Mondays and Thursday night footballs and the Fridays ah, yes. go for hockey. Uh, that that will uh, interfere with our schedule. But uh, usually Tuesdays, Wednesdays are are open. And uh, yeah, we're in for Walter because he has his planning commission meeting. So we joined the program tonight. Very rarely do I find myself in a situation where. I am both, I think, the oldest person in the room and maybe the most establishment Republican hack in the room, yeah. but here we are. We're having a libertarian party tonight. That that's I think that's rare. Those even. parties are always lame. <laughs> oh, I, I know some libertarians who know how to party, myself included. But uh, I don't know. The Republican Liberty Caucus is known for having good parties. The the Young Republicans Caucus is known for having parties. So I think uh, Students for Liberty is uh, had their fair share of parties, uh, fair share of parties too. At least from my experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, let's talk about the drug war. Uh, what's what's your event going on on campus this weekend at the U? Uh, for sure. Well, first of all, before I answer, I just want to give a quick acknowledgement to um, any of my Florida or our Florida friends tuning in right now. Um, we appreciate that. So we have a big group of audience tonight. Cool. So yeah. So as um, Brad um, was previously saying on Saturday, this coming up one, um, we are having a regional conference at the University of Minnesota from 10 to 5 p.m. Our theme will be the drug war. And of course, you were asking me, so why the drug war? And that's a very good question because every regional conference has different themes. And we critically chose this theme because we are in Minnesota, which is one of the most racially uneven states. And as we all know, the drug war is one of the key factors that drives this um, social issue. So we're going to have speakers from all sides of the political aisle, right, left, middle. This is not about libertarian or not. It's about people that we all agree with that um, we want to address this issue and come up with uh, solutions that are not with the government. Sure, yeah, that that makes sense as a why you chose the drug war and obviously you guys being students i would assume that's a popular issue among young people what's what's the mission statement of the group and kind of how do you sit on campus where do you fit in on the university of minnesota like do you want sfl's mission statement as a national organization eric so he's the one getting paid he's neither one of these guys know (laughs) (laughs) they're just here they're both libertarians. They're both stoned. I, I can see it in their <laughs> eyes. No, not quite. So SFL's mission, we as libertarians, we believe in free markets, individual liberty, limited government. A lot of stuff conservatives can be on board with. But also a lot of the stuff that resonates with us, progressives resonate 
or, or issues that progressives talk about. But a lot of the time, um, the political parties can kind of uh, divide us and we don't really see where we agree on issues. So some of those issues might be um, mass incarceration or people getting thrown in jail for a really long time for ingesting a substance. And I think in today's day and age, um, more people than ever on the right and on the left are actually agree on a lot of these issues, but it's the political parties that are leaving the people behind. Um, but SFL's mission, we're not involved with politics. We're not here to endorse any politicians or any legislation or any policies. Um, our mission is to empower students around the world. We're an international organization in 120 countries. And our mission here is to provide them with resources to do the activism that they want to do on college campuses, um, whether that's with free speech, um, decreasing regulation and taxes in the economy, um, decreasing government's role in your social life. Um, basically, our mission is to... Uh, empower and educate communities, students, the world in the ideas of a free society and individual liberty. Sure, and you guys aren't a you are you're a five hundred one c three, right? So you're not campaigning for any particular party or any particular candidates. It's just a organization of ideas. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. Um, um, we we prioritize open discussion. We don't really care about echo chambers or agreeing with one another. We want to challenge each other's ideas, and we want to bring together people from all walks of life all across the political spectrum. That sounds great. Um, but how do you fit in kind of, you know, I'm sure here on Conservative Talk Radio, we hear a lot of stories about crazy kids on college campuses and how ultra-liberal they are and how ultra-liberal liberal the professors are. And even earlier, was it earlier this year or late last year, the Ben Shapiro event got significant press for how for kind of being pushed into the St. Paul campus and kind of being poo-pooed by the establishment and said, you know, he was potentially dangerous. I mean, you guys were there, so maybe you know more than me about it. But how do you exist or what's the reception to your organization being libertarian? Because I, I, you say that we, we go after issues that even progressives can agree with, but what I've seen, even as a libertarian myself, is you can have the right message to target full of that. So how do you reach out to them? That's a, a very valid question. And as you said, the University of Minnesota is one of the most liberal schools in the country. So as a libertarian group, it's very challenging for us to enter the student um, campus um, life. One of the big things that we focus on is building coalitions. Last year, the, within the same school year, we had an event with um, SSCP. Um, college Republicans. Um, while SSCP is also not, um, uh, not it's also a nonpartisan club. What's SSCP? Oh, Students for Sensible Drug Policy. Um, we yeah, it's it's a it's a group that usually lines more with the left, and we also did events with College Republicans, um, etc. So we target groups where we agree on. So with um, oh, another group is Amnesty International. At the we did an event with Amnesty. We had a speaker come to to talk about the Philippine drug war. So what we do is we form coalitions and we seek. Uh, certain groups where we agree on and uh, we do events based off of those issues. This is Closing Argument with Walter Hudson. I am co-host Brad Omland, joined tonight in studio by Max Reimer. We, we are talking with uh, students from Students for Liberty at the University of Minnesota hosting a conference on the drug war this weekend. Now, Max, you are the lone conservative in the room tonight. Do you have any questions or pot shots to take at our libertarian friends? No, well, I'm, I I am interested because, Charlie, you ran for mayor in Minneapolis <laughs> last year. 
I, for our audience, we have a celebrity in the room. Yeah. He ran. He ran. He ran in Minneapolis as a libertarian. So to put it put it a different way, I would think that is uh, that is that must have been pretty hostile territory. Uh, what was more hostile, campus or Minneapolis as a whole? Or was it a, was it a draw? Good question. That's a very good question. Overall, I didn't really experience any hostility from people. It's it's not so much about what party you're you belong, but it's so much about how you talk to people, how you approach people. I was I'm not I I never really started or said anything hostile or anything controversial. It's all about building bridges and trying to um, agree a mutual respect with one another. So I never really experienced anything negative besides like some like Twitter stuff, you know, which is inevitable and some remarks here and there, but not anything significant. Um, if you treat people with respect and you seek to um, form agreements, then you should seldom experience um, hostility. You know, I got to totally disagree with your assessment. And Walter talks about it on the show all the time, Brad. And I know that you push back on him a little bit. But it seems to me in our current political culture that we are at war for all intents and purposes. And maybe that's me putting on my partisan hat. Maybe there still are issues that we we can coalesce around. And I'm sure there there are specific issues we can coalesce around. But especially for you guys on campus, I tend to think that if there is one small disagreement, you will have those same radical kids that you are trying to link up with destroy you. We are talking about destruction at this point. And you saw in the Kavanaugh hearings, you're seeing in a number of different places, I've experienced it myself, that the left, the modern left, are obsessed with with destruction of the opposition. I also highly disagree with that comment. When you when you say modern left, like are we there's radicals, of course. There's radicals in every in all sides of the political aisle. But I, I'm not sure what your what your definition of modern left, but No, oh, I think uh, it's I think it's leadership. I think it is figureheads of the Democrat Party. I think it is the people that you see on MSNBC and CNN and the the media political complex that we have right now is dedicated to destroying conservatives and ensuring that they have no power going forward. And for a long, long time, I think I used to have the mentality of you, quite frankly, that we do have common ground. We do have a common bond as human beings. I am starting to think that less and less every day. I am starting to think that the left on campus, your professors, your colleagues at at the University of Minnesota, along with the media, along with party leadership, from top down, they want to they want to destroy dissenting dissenting opinion. So you're am about, I wrong? You're about to get the lecture of, well, I was a libertarian until I grew up. Yeah, see, that's the that's the odd place I find myself in as a as a late twenty something. Is here I am. Uh, uh, establishment hack. Pretty soon I'll be uh, defending the Iraq War. No, so. but go go ahead. Well, I mean, you're, you're, yeah, you're talking about the media and higher ups. But the first question was about my personal experience, and I deal with obviously a lot of liberals and Democrats. I mean, I go to the University of Minnesota in Minneapolis, and I have basically have never had any negative experiences with any of my colleagues in class, off class. Um, the media's point is always to generate. 
to generate attention, to generate, to stir the pot. Whether it's CNN or Fox News, you're always going to see um, attention generation from either side. Of course, we are living in a hyper-partisanship era right now. I'm not denying that. But to generalize a whole um, a whole block of political party or political group um, of supporters and say that they're radicals or that they, have, they all have one same mission, that mission is to destroy the opponent, is a bit, in my opinion, irrational or or just um, an exaggeration overall. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, well, if we have any uh, conservative callers that would like to uh, ask questions of our young libertarian students, you, your calls are welcome. Tonight somebody at- somebody call in and school these guys. I am sitting here four to one in this room right now. If Walter were here, I know Brienne is not going to have my back on some of this stuff. We, I, you know, we need some callers. Listen, the modern left, as I see it, and especially on campuses now. I haven't been on campus in a while, and when I was, I was, I went to a very conservative Christian school uh, compared to the University of Minnesota. But you know, when you see uh, some of the actual protests on campus, I just. I get that we can all coalesce around drugs, you know, drugs. It's important to get nonviolent offenders out of prison um, and back into society. I agree with that principle. There's no doubt about that. And that is probably something we can come together on. But I wonder if you're having conversations about what do you think of the Federal Reserve? What do you think about taxation? What do you think about monetary policy? Those same leftist colleagues of yours I believe once they figure out that you have the wrong think on certain issues, will not hesitate to to destroy you guys. Well, maybe I'm wrong about that because I, I, if you're libertarian, you know, I I tend to think that you you feel a certain way about taxation. Am I wrong? Well, if you'd like to agree with Max, disagree, we will have more on the other side of the break. Your calls welcome tonight at six five one nine eight nine five eight five five. Again, that's six five one nine eight nine five eight five five to chime in on our discussion about young people, libertarians, the drug war. Brianne is taking your calls, producing the show tonight. This is closing argument with Walter Hudson. My name is Brad Omland, co-host by Max Reimer tonight. We are joined in studio by Charlie Gers, Eric Lumpkins, and Marissa. Huberty, Students for Liberty at the University of Minnesota. This is AM 1130, 103.5 FM, and TwinCitiesNewsTalk.com. Brian is sending in the reinforcements. Conservative Uncle Ted Nugent. I wish. This is Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, 103.5 FM. My name is Brad Omland, joined tonight by co-host Max Reimer. We are filling in for Walter Hudson, who's busy on his city council duties. We have started a debate, gotten a few callers on the culture war and the libertarians' view on it. We are joined tonight in studio by Charlie Gers, Eric Lumpkins, and Marissa Huberty from Students for Liberty, a student organization at the University of Minnesota. Now, the discussion we were having was Max brought up the point of, yes, liberals at war, and we need to fight that. How much do you see this on campus? And Charlie's point uh, was that, you know, we don't see it that often. It's uh, It's kind of... Or even Eric said it's kind of 25, 25, 25. The culture is split because ultimately there's still the non-voting population, the people who aren't involved yet. So we're taking calls on that subject. Uh, let's go to Patty in Forest Lake. Welcome to the program. Hi, guys. First time listener, first time caller. Wow. Great. Hi, right. Patty. Where do I start? Going to the University of Minnesota by 
just by saying going to the University of Minnesota is a bunch of doggone liberals. If you don't agree with the professors, you're not going to get your grade. So you suck it up and you go, oh, yes, sir, no, sir, yeah, I believe that, when you don't believe half of it. And if you think that the Democrats aren't a warring faction in our country right now, I don't know where your head is. Yeah, I agree, Patty. It isn't listening to the news. Okay, I'm on a rant. Yeah, love it. They are trying to destroy the Constitution. Chuck Schumer is hell-bent on destroying our system of government. So is Nancy Pelosi. So is the rest of these lunatics around the country. They have done nothing but obstruct, obstruct, obstruct. Under Obama, socialized medicine, the weaponizing of our, um, of our, our justice department, our tax department. Every downtown department in the government has been weaponized by these lunatics. They are taking over our country. They are literally trying to destroy the country. Indigenous People Day, give me a break. We're supposed to apologize for having come to the United States. Give me a break. We can't celebrate our founding fathers. We have to apologize for Christopher Columbus. Give me a break. If you're going to the U and you're saying that 25% of the people that you are talking to are... Are con- no, are, are what? Are conservative? Is that what you're telling me? I don't believe it for a minute. Just by virtue of going to that. I went to the University of Minnesota. I also went to the University of Wisconsin. This was back a lot of years ago when you could still think for yourself. Patty, all right, thanks, Patty. We appreciate your call. We'll have to let you go, but we appreciate the rant. Uh, Charlie or Eric, a response? Hey, let, let me just say, Patty, first-time caller, First time listener, she brought it out. I'm gonna do you. I'm gonna do all you guys a favor. If Walter is listening, I'm gonna do you a favor. Patty, call in every night. <laughs> call in every night. She was on fire. You should have her on, Patty from Forest Lake. I, I got to take her call from now on. That's so. a credential in and of in and of itself. But she brought it, you guys. I mean, she says that. Uh, uh, frankly, you're lying. That's what I heard. Response, Charlie Eric. Um, first of all, it's quite bewildering for me to, for someone to tell me I'm lying about my own experience. So we'll leave it at that. That's, we can all, we're all, we have our own different opinions, different experiences, but I'm not sure how I'm lying about what I'm living day to day. But hey, it seems like someone an hour away knows my life better than I do myself. That's fine. I, I am sympathetic with her and where she comes from. But besides socialized medicine, I really didn't hear and I'm not, and I'm not here, I'm not pitching here for any party, any side. But in rants like these, I am, I, I am put in a box. And I didn't hear anything else besides socialized medicine. Besides that, it was just a bunch of people destroying our country. That's all I heard, but I didn't really understand why or how. And I'm not here defending them, I'm just overall sure. saying. Um, but I'm not here to praise nor vilify any party. I'm just talking about my experience as a person in the middle. Yeah, I mean, I was, full disclosure, I was involved in Students for Liberty when I was in uh, college, so that's how I networked with these guys. But it seemed that you present ideas like, or even names like uh, Frederick A. Hayek, uh, Milton Friedman, or, or say something like, I'm a libertarian, and people go, wait, what is that? I don't, I don't know what that is. Which does afford you the opportunity of explaining what it is and what you are. It gives us a perfect chance to set, set, set the record right. But I think, uh, to argue against Patty's point, I, I assume it's been a while since she's been on a college campus, but that was my experience, at least as a libertarian. I, I think that, to an extent, she's right that academia is 
generally dominated by by liberals and and even I just as not an outspoken libertarian class necessarily some classes more than others but um there was I did notice and you could tell the the professors that were liberal they didn't make it a secret it was definitely their quote unquote safe space to go on and say what they wanted but in ter- but I think that the good ones are at least intellectually honest and welcome the debate among students because they see it as brain activity that students are thinking about the issues and they and they do care um but so i think that it's a little far-fetched and the media does hype it up you could say the media relies on that conflict for for views for clicks for likes so so you have to consider that the media's agenda is is to portray that conflict on campus too so i think that it's when you get somebody face to face when you get somebody and you're just having a conversation with them and and you're just trying to uh make an impression on them i think that it's 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 much more civil and it's not as it's not as high conflict as the media would have you believe so talking about being in the quote unquote middle which i you know i i got to say i based on my previous kind of statements i i don't know how much of that exists anymore the political middle when i even see it's less about even mainstream media but certain publications more liberal publications will say well libertarian is code word for white supremacist you hear that now libertarian yeah. is code word for white supremacy classical liberal is code word for white supremacy, you hear that type of rhetoric coming out of college campuses because it is dissenting opinion from mainstream leftism, which has become radicalized. Now, I know Patty was on fire. I know it's easy to uh, to sit back and, and kind of laugh at some of the things she's saying, but I certainly think that she's got a point in saying that the left has become a warring tribe. I you know, you guys are on campus. I'm not on campus. I'm not experiencing the same thing as you guys. But really, when you talk about tax policy, when you talk about any other thing that a mainstream kind of libertarian might think, uh, in some cases, your position is more extreme than a Republican. So therefore, you are racist, or therefore, you are sexist, or therefore, you are misogynist, or your policies keep poor people down, or you hate people of color, or whatever the case might be. These are the justifications I hear when I talk about, hey, my taxes are too high. Hey, I would like to not pay 50% of my income. Is that okay? Racism. Yeah, I think, and and that's fair, but it's it's, it's an intellectually dishonest argument. And the and they know what they're doing too. It's it's just really to shut you up. But um, if you would like to hear more from Students for Liberty, I know that uh, Charlie says he has an 8 a.m. class. I do not miss that about college. So they got to get going tonight. But if you would like to find out more about your event, how can they do? How can people do so? The website is SF Liberty. No, Students for Liberty. dot org slash events slash Minnesota. Um, the date, time, location, speakers list. Everything will be on that yeah, website. It's, it's this Saturday, and you guys are an organization for students, but it's open to everyone. Is that correct? correct? Students, non-students, all ages, all types. Um, there will be free lunch, free coffee in the morning, um, followed by a post-conference social at Burrito Loco. Great. Well, we appreciate you joining the uh, show. We'll have to have you on again. It's certainly been a interesting discussion. We, I think that we need more libertarians on the radio. Uh, me and Brianne being the only ones around here are... Uh, 
we we get kind of lonely, so we we need we need to send in reinforcements, as as Max might say. Every Listen, now and I'm then. I'm very pro Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham these days. So if that even says something about my character, <laughs> I might be more establishment than I even think. Maybe you can check out more about Students for Liberty at studentsforliberty.org. Thank you, Charlie. Thank you, guys. Thank you Max. Eric, Thank you, Brad and Marissa Thanks. for stopping in tonight. This is Twin Cities News Talk. My name is Brad Omland, joined by co-host Max Reimer, filling in for Walter Hudson on Twin Cities News Talk AM 11. 30, 103.5 FM, TwinCitiesNewsTalk.com.